Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. In this episode, we'll be reviewing Cult Express. Hi, my name's Peter. And I'm Shondell. And in this podcast, we review board games. So let's make a start. So according to the box, it takes 40 minutes to play this game. It's two to six players. And the age range is 10 plus. So Cult Express is a game where players are bandits and you're on a moving train and you're trying to steal purses and jewellery off all the passengers Mm. on the train. And also there's a strong box that the sheriff or marshal or whatever he is has um, that's where, yeah, yeah, that has a lot more money in it, and you're trying to get that as well. It's pretty much played off of a three-dimensional, well, it is a three-dimensional board game that looks like a, a train. It's got a roof and an inside the, the carriage, and it's pretty much depended on the number of carriages by the number of players. Players can move about, little, your little meeple men can move about up and down on top of the roof and inside the carriage area. It's a programming game, so each person or each character has a deck of cards uh, and it's got all the different actions you can use. So like there's a forward and back action for moving between carriages or moving along the roof of carriages as Mm -hmm. well. And there's an up and down action to move to the roof of the carriage or down inside the carriage. There's the fun ones like the punch action where you can punch someone else. There's a shoot action. There's the sheriff or marshal action which allows you to move the marshal and then there's the steal action which allows you to pick up any of the purses or treasures or whatever that happen to be in the location that you are there's pretty much two parts to it the first is you have these action cards and you can place them down in any way going around in 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 a particular round some we have to be face up some face down depending on whether you're in a tunnel or not and once you've made your plan phase, I suppose, then you do like a resolve phase where all the players run through all the lists of cards and play it out in this sequence that you have planned it in. For each round, you only get to draw six cards into your hand, but each time you get shot, the person who shoots you hands a bullet card of their colour to you. Yeah. So they get added to your deck and each round you have to shuffle, reshuffle your deck. So as the game goes on, your hand, like the six cards that you're drawing, you're getting less and less action cards into your hand and more and more bullet cards. We should mention that a lot of the characters, well, all the characters come with their own special abilities, but we don't choose to use them because we think it's a little unfair yep. and biased. Um, Each round has its own round card, which tells you exactly how many cards you play during that round. And after all those rounds, you reach the station and the player who has the most value of stolen loot wins. Okay, presentation. I know it's gimmicky, but I love the 3D train. Yes, without a doubt. (laughs) Without a doubt. I think it's the reason we bought the game. Yeah, you just need to see a couple of those pictures of this 
train being built in this three-dimensional thing with, with the little meeples on top and bottom and wow it, it's really attractive it's very enticing yeah and not just that but there's the little bits that they've added just for the look like the little cactuses and the canyons they work cliffs yeah, and yeah. there's no there's no purpose to them in the game yep. but they just add to the flavor of it and just make it look so good i apologize for the crudity of this model but yeah I just... no dark it's not the scale it's okay doc it's definitely got this like Warner Brothers cartoon style of characters and you can picture Wile E. Coyote in there if you really wanted to. But it, it all works so well with with how it plays as well. It, it's just really fun. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of small little things which I love to nitpick on. And, you know, it's just me. But the character cards, they're still floating on top. There's also... Uh, although you don't need to dismantle the trains, which is fantastic because it saves a lot of time in, in trying to set everything up, they've still got the little baggie with full of the maples and yeah. things and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I guess so, but there's only, there's only one little baggie. And the fact that once you make the trains, like the box does have the little compartments so that yeah. you can put it back in is kind of cool. The, the other thing that I don't like about it is, and this is such a small thing, <laughs> I hate to nitpick too much, but... On the side of the box, when you take off the say? lid, I know, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> it's got the pictures of the designers and the artwork person. And it's, it's not pictures; they're photos of them. And it just—I don't know. I don't know. Do we need to know what they look like? Does it help sell the game? No, it doesn't. They just—I don't know. It just doesn't work. I mean, you've got these cartoons, which is beautifully illustrated, and right next to it, you've got this real, like a photo. It's almost like—I don't know. It just. It, detracts so much from it but that's just i end up giving it a four out of five but i wanted to give it a five i gave it a five i just i love the i just love the look of this game even though and i do have to say this it can be kind of fiddly trying to move your people around when they're in the yeah, train cars yeah. i still gave it a five yeah, because the, it's just it's fun oh, oh yeah you're right i wasn't, wasn't going to put that into the presentation but i'll definitely bring that up a little later on all right okay so rookie rating for a train game, it does really, really well for bringing the non-gamer person to sit down and play. It doesn't look that geeky, even though it's a train, but what it does do is look childish. So if you can shrug that off and you're not afraid to be a little bit of a kid and play with the train and, and move a little man up and down like you know the old... Um, whether it be dolls or army men or whatever if you're not afraid to do that then you'll just absolutely love this game just got to grow down a little bit Jeez. how about more beans mr tiger i'd say you've had enough <laughs> yeah i thought it's because of the look of it it is quite enticing so if you aren't a big board game player it doesn't look like a board game you know it could be more attractive to people in that way yeah it's easy to play yeah the iconography on the cards is very simple to understand a da up down arrow yeah yeah that, that that's easy to understand the iconography for the round cards are a little yeah. harder and you, yep. you might need to have the manual open the manual by the way is it's very simple and it doesn't need to be that complicated yeah. because it is a very simple game to understand I did the same thing about the round cards that you need to have the rule book next to you. 
and that's why I did mark it down. I marked down a four because that part is a little bit difficult to understand. Even though we've played it several times, we still just look it up every time. It's yeah. easier than trying to work out what it means. Exactly. So, um, I also marked it down because the game mechanism itself, the programming mechanism, might be a little bit confusing to people if it's the first time they've played it. The fact that you play these cards to say, this is what I'm planning on doing, and then you go back and you work through them to actually do it. But by the end of the first round, you'll get it. I, I said the programming mechanism was quick and easy to pick up, but that, that was me. So yeah. uh, I also gave it a four as well. Player interaction? I gave it a five. This game is just full of interaction. You always need to know exactly where everyone else is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're shooting people, punching people. What people do, like you might have an idea of what you're planning on doing at the start of a round, but then people put down other cards and it completely changes what you're doing. Yep. You're just not thinking fourth dimensionally. Right, right, I have a real problem with that. Because the cards, the action cards are so simple, like I said, they've got the very simple iconography on them. Yep. People aren't sitting there really focused on their cards. They don't have to read a whole bunch of text or try and work out what they are so that they can focus on the game and what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. You're never really sitting around waiting for someone to finish. It's just... Yeah, the, the, the rounds are over in 10 minutes or less, depending on how well you know how well you know the game. What you find is, even though you feel like you may be losing, perhaps, if some people have picked up a lot of loot or the diamonds, etc., you can still move the sheriff around or swing some punches or shoot somebody, or you're still really interacting, and you can change the tide of the game. So I also gave it a five as well. Really, really high interact interaction. Yep. Perfect. Yep. Balance. Now, this is a tricky one because there is definitely, between luck and strategy, there is luck in the cards that you draw, but then again, you, it's always impacted by the bullet cards. So, you know, and if you get shot a lot, especially early on, then that can really influence your luck and what you, you pick yep. up and what you're able to do. Yep. But there's also strategy in looking what other people are doing and that kind of impacts what you do on your move. I ended up giving it a four out of five. When it comes to this particular this topic of balance, I always think to myself, will an expert be on equal footing as a person who's played it the first time round? And I don't think that's the case. I think the expert will always have the upper hand because of that strategy of knowing when's the best time to, to move really? the sheriff or when's the best time to play a particular card because I've played it once before. I kind of went the opposite way in that a rookie versus an expert, I've said it's completely balanced that way because you can't always win if you've played it a lot because there is no winning strategy. Like You can't go, okay, I've played this a lot so I know the only way to win is to get the lockbox because that's not always the case. You know, One time we played and no one got the lockbox. Mm. I feel like it is balanced in that regards. However, the overall game, I said, was a little bit unbalanced because I feel there is probably a bit more luck than strategy going on. I mean, there's strategy is and you don't want to annoy someone at the table because then they might shoot you more and you end up with a lot more bullet cards in your hand. Yeah. But your strategy, even when you don't have bullet cards, you know, you might be, I remember the one game we played and you were sitting on the strong box and you just couldn't, you didn't pick up a... Uh, steel card yeah, yeah. in that round, yep. the luck of the draw of the cards, you just, you can't pick it up. I got a rule. 
I never let go of money, I don't have to. So I thought there's a little bit more on the luck side than there is on the strategy side. I marked this one down at a three. Um, but one thing I did want to say at this point uh, is that the special abilities of the characters are totally unbalanced. Yeah. Um, yes. So much so that we choose to play without them. Yeah. Um, and, and it's a very fulfilling game without them as well. Yeah. It doesn't need them. But if you wanted that extra flavour, I suppose, by all means, try it and see whether it works for you. Yeah. We just found, I guess, there's... You've got Doc and Ghost, who Ghost gets to play his first card face down every time, so no one has a clue where, where he is at any stage. You're less likely to want to shoot someone if you don't, or punch that particular person if you never really know where he is. And you've got Doc, who gets to draw an extra action card. And Belle, of course, yeah, who, and if someone is closer, to, or not even closer, in the same... Can um, be targeted instead of Belle. Train car, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Then they yeah. have to be targeted. So those three, especially with the six-player game, are so powerful. Then you've got the rest of them who you have to be in a particular situation to be able to use your special ability yeah. and you have to draw the right action card. And it just, those, those other three, every turn, yeah. their power is relevant. But for, or every round it's relevant. For the, the remaining three it, characters, it's not. While we're on that topic of uh, special abilities, if I was you guys and playing this for the first time and you wanted to use the special abilities because you're really enticed by them, what I'd do is after that first game is over, I would get the last player to trade their character card with the person who came first and um, second with whoever, yeah, fourth, whatever. So that way there is that, that balance, I suppose, with the next game to be able to see whether it comes down to the character or it comes down to the player. Okay, replayability. Look, we got this game for the look, but I really enjoy it as a game. Mm. Um, it's definitely one I'm happy to get out time and time again. The game's always something new and highly varied because it depends so much on the other players, what other people are doing, and on what cards everyone draws. It just makes it so varied. Yeah. I probably wouldn't play it a game on the same day. I wouldn't leave it on the table and play it two times in a row, but I would play it the next day. It's interesting you say that because I, I do agree with that, but at the same time, I find it, and I don't know why, but I do find it a little annoying or time-consuming setting out setting up this game. Every player has three decks in front of them. One needs to be in order, that's the bullet cards. One needs to be shuffled up, and then one's the actual actual card themselves. Then you've got to set up the trains, then you've got to set up the meeples, then you've got to set up the diamonds. You make it sound like diamonds. it takes forever. It really, really does uh, it. It's, it's a little fidgety. Uh, and, then you, and then if you want, you could then set up the cacti and the, yeah. the, the mountains as well. I have set this up about well, four or five times now. And once you're in and you're playing and you're swinging punches and shooting people, it's so much fun. And really, that, that interaction is just so great. But it's the packing away as well. And then, <laughs> just, I don't know, there's so many, there's lots of little pieces. Really, really fun. Just, just if you're going to unpack it or pack it away, pack it as a team. That's, don't try and do it by yourself. <laughs> it takes too long. Okay, that's out. It's out of my system now. 
I'll move on to theme. Oh, what? what did you give it? I gave it, oh, I gave it a four. I, I gave it a four as well. Okay. It's really good. Really good rate replayability. Theme. Um, I found, it, I said this time and time again, it's an excellent theme and it's so light with the style. It's just fun. Fun, fun, fun. Couldn't say it any, any more times than yeah. that. Yeah, I agree. You really feel it. The way, possibly because the board is the train, it's not like some games where there's a theme, but it doesn't really, you don't really feel like you're playing to that theme. This game, yeah. you're moving your people around a train. Absolutely. You know, you're shooting people, you're yeah. punching people. You can, but you can, you can get annoyed and see who shot you when you draw your cards up because their bullets are in their colour. <laughs> so you know who's messing you up. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, yeah, I gave it a five. It's just, it, it's a great theme and it just it plays through so yes, well. Absolutely. Like moving moving the sheriff causes you panic. The closer you're getting to, oh my goodness, too close. And then if you become the gunslinger and you shoot the most number of bullets, it, it's there's a sense of pride to that as well, you yeah, know. I've yeah. got a, I've shot all my six bullets at you. And it, you know, it, it's great. Swinging punches and diving yeah. and ducking. And the and fact that like I can just picture it with the punches as well. When you punch someone the purse they're holding flies out of their hand yeah. and they fall backwards into another carriage. I mean, you can yeah. you can picture that. You know, exactly. every time you punch them, exactly. you know, and, and and that second round, we're actually playing out those cards and you're telling the story. We generally rotate who tells the story, and it's so good because you really get into the character and go, well, you know, Bell swings a punch and then dock, it drops his purse and yeah. then the sheriff comes and hears the noise and comes closer and you know it, it's it's so good to be able to get immersed in that theme men you are about to embark on a great crusade to stamp out runaway decency in the west now you will only be risking your lives whilst i will be risking an almost certain academy award nomination for best supporting actor Brilliant. Five out of five. Yep. Best and worst. Alright, best and worst. I have to say it, best I think is the board. Yeah. The 3D train board. Yeah. It just uh, it carries the theme and it and it makes the game really enticing to play. I don't know whether this is an original idea or not. Probably not. Probably we've got it from somewhere else. But it is amazingly cool. And yeah. uh, I'm so good. And like I said at the start, it's probably gimmicky, but I love it all the same. It's just, it's fun. This yeah. game is just yeah. fun. Yeah. And what might your name be, sir? Well, it's Mc... Eastwood? Uh, Clint. Clint Eastwood? Worst is when you accidentally... It is the 3D game board. Can you believe that? I'm, it's my best <laughs> and my worst. But it's only the worst because... It's a little fiddly. You, you try and move your character from the bottom of the train to the top, and you accidentally knock it over, and then that connects to the next train, and the next, and the yeah. whole thing falls over, and and that. Oh, when you're trying to chaotic. get the little purses out. The purses, yeah. yeah. That 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 is such a small little thing, but it can be a little fidgety, especially you got little fat fingers like me. I said my worst was, you know, without a doubt, the special abilities. You know, I've already mentioned that. I just think they're too too uneven also possibly for some people the game will see a little seem a little bit too simple um, you really need the right crowd we've played this yeah. with some people who are a lot more strategy game and strategic minded and it just it 
didn't go over well. No. So I think they just found it was missing something. I think you need the right people. If you have the right people, it's not missing anything because you get into it and you just have fun. Yeah. Final thoughts. Okay, final thought is this game is just lighthearted fun. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those games that is just fun and simple and great to play. All right, I've got buy if you like the look of the train board. I said buy if you're not afraid of being a kid. Buy if you want a simple programming style game. We've got a couple of programming games on our shelves and I would say this is the simplest if you want to try and get your head around to that style of game. And buy if you want to punch and shoot your way out of any situation without hesitation. <laughs> Do you know my last one is buy if you have friends who get a laugh out of games where you punch and shoot each other. So That's it. You've been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. The podcast where we talk about board games. If you wish to get in contact with us, please email us on podcast at allmannerofthings.com or visit us at www.allmannerofthings.com Thanks for listening. Bye.